the Inspirate Podcast. My name is Kyle Hastings, and I will be sharing stories and talking with everyday people who will encourage, will inspire, and will motivate. Throughout my journey of life, I have been very lucky to meet many beautiful people with amazing stories of transformation and growth. Inspirate is here to bring out the best of you. Enjoy the show. podcast. My name is Kyle Hastings. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. This is the recap. We're going to do about a two-week recap of what has happened pre-Goggins workout challenge during the Goggins uh, challenge, which is it's called the Goggins 4x4x48 challenge, as well as this past week of nutrition, training. We talk about actually doing the full challenge, all the people that helped, walked, uh, huge shout outs to everybody uh, involved in that it was it was quite a feat I was able to actually get done the full 48 miles I did four miles every fourth hour for 48 hours as prescribed by the man himself David Goggins and I got it done I got 48 miles done in the in the periods that were recommended no modifications did it all we're going to talk about that uh, we're going to talk about just overall life. Sarah again, the Mother of the Year Award for balancing a very chaotic weekend during the Goggins Challenge. Huge shout out to some friends, Mark and Michelle. We're going to have a lot of fun this talk. Uh, I also just released the Kelly Cavanaugh interview, which was done about two hours prior to the Goggins Challenge starting on last Friday night. So enjoy that. That was also released. I hope everyone had a great week. Huge, huge shout out. Once again, to Dr. Christopher Vittori, a Vittori foot and ankle specialist. Uh, He came through huge because the bottom of my feet were falling off with blisters, and uh, he helped me get to that 48th mile. So thank you so much, Dr. Christopher Vittori at the Vittori foot and ankle specialist, and they are also show sponsor. So I would like to give them a special uh, mention as our... uh, our foundational show sponsor. You can book with them by dialing 708-273-7080 or online using their online booking tool at Vittori uh, Foot and Ankle Specialist uh, online booking tool. Uh, go ahead and take a look at that, VittoriFootClinic.com. We are live. This is our Friday night date night. We're going to recap weeks two and three. I have my beautiful wife, Sarah, sitting here, and we had a very, very adventurous last two weeks. And I have Maggie. She just gave me a death stare. Now she's giving me a smile. Maggie's sitting across from me because she got home a little bit ago from volleyball, and she is enjoying her special treat that we bought for her from the creamery, which is like the best spot ever. It's in town. She's giving us a thumbs up. She is eating an Oreo blaster, which... Is like a blizzard from Dairy Queen, but the Creamery calls it a blaster. And there's gigantic Oreo chunks in there, but we used to have lots of those, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We see those all the time. Yep. And then when you were preggers with Bree and Kyle, you got those all the time. Yeah, and so did you I. Bring them home. I know I did. Because <laughs> you wanted them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a team player, though. That's what's going on. All right. So the last two weeks, it's been. Literally, probably the fastest two weeks we've had in a very long time uh, with everything. So, two weeks ago was the start of our second week with Coach Jill with B3 Fitness. 
And what do you remember what you weighed in at? Or what your loss was? Do you remember that? You don't have your phone with you. But you had a good loss. You had two pounds, two and a half pounds, which is a very, very good loss. And I had a six pound loss. Uh, So I'm down. At the time, I was down a total of 13 pounds. Went from 315 to 302. And you you went down six pounds? No, no, about six pounds. Yeah, what, what was your starting? You need your phone for that. Yeah, yeah I'm phone. sorry. But we we had a real tough first week, and we talked about that, where we had more or less like the detox flu of, you know, because we, we were eating some processed sugars. We were eating maintenance foods, but we weren't really fully compliant, but we were doing a good job being aware of it. And that first week was hell. Well, the second week was a lot better. And I know it was for me. How did you feel that second week with energy, your routine? Uh, what, what did you do differently from week one to week two? And give us like a snapshot of a, a working mom of three, you know, four, because I'm like a giant child myself. But give us a snapshot of like what you did for that for that last week, that second week. Well, the... My our biggest thing is that you have to do the prepping ahead of time and making sure um, things are easy to grab. Like for the two of us, I don't make individual servings of it. I just make a big batch of like a, if it were having the proteins ground beef, I'll make a big batch of ground beef, and then you serve up what you need, and I serve up what I need. Versus trying to make measuring out the individual stuff for like a whole week because sometimes it starts to go soggy or whatever in the fridge so I, th- I felt like that was better for us yeah um routine wise I did my normal like what I did the first week but it was a little I had a little more pep in my step I wasn't as tired but um other than that like I can't think of how, how are you with compliance with the food Oh, it's good. Hundred percent, ninety ninety five percent. Yeah, like I was, we were good, and let, um, I didn't go off the plane. Yeah, and your workouts. Now you're you're continuing to work out. You're at the gym at four thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and this is the that would have been the second week of you being at the gym under a guided plan. Now we joined that gym Edge uh, Edge Fitness. We joined in January when it opened in oh, town. Yeah. The one thing that bothers me at the gym is just um, people's etiquette in the gym. And explain that because my etiquette in the gym might be a little different than your etiquette as a, a meathead versus a. Well, ever I, I just don't understand how one person can monopolize like three different machines at the so same time. So explain that in full for those because I I hear this from you daily. I'm your therapist at home from <laughs> school from from the gym through everything I hear this so explain to our listeners what the gym etiquette pet peeve is of what you see from start to finish well for me it's there you know if you're gonna do a machine you sit there and you do your three sets or four sets or whatever you do you don't jump to another machine and then like so this person had monopolized literally three to four machines in a row and I understand what they were doing it was like probably a circuit but at the same token that limited who else could use it because he I don't it was a he he put like a towel (laughs) 
his bag on one, his cup on another, and you know, like so you knew someone was there because they you you put your stuff down, you know that someone spots. You're not gonna sit there. But then he, after he'd used those, he didn't even wipe them down or anything, so his all his sweatiness was all over the machine. And they got you pretty fired up. Yeah, because it's like it's rude. Yeah. Yeah, it's rude. So let me let me ask you this from your point of view. If I was there versus you, you think he would be doing the same thing? No, he wouldn't have done it for you. Really? No. Is it all a show, you think, for him? Well, I think he's, yeah, he was showing off. Yeah. Showing off in front of you, huh? No, no. No. <laughs> he also, um, I don't think. But it the, bothers you. It, yeah. That etiquette bothers you. Well, just be respectful of the other people that are around yeah. you, knowing that there's someone else that wants to use it. And that's a real big thing is is showing gym respect, you know, sh- showing, you know, the others working out around you because, you know, you, you witness that on a Saturday of my strength levels or my fitness at levels versus an average, average Joe, you know, uh, I'm very, I'm very cognizant of that. I, I want to make sure that everybody feels comfortable, you know, lifting, you know, I, I might have heavier dumbbells. Or I might be doing something that's a little bit heavier versus something that's doing lighter, but I'm very respectful towards that, and I'm not, you know, trying to uh, deter you from what you want to do, so you don't feel intimidated. But like, what's the? Um, this is another pet peeve of mine. Well, it's not all out. It's Friday night. Well, why? Why do guys have to make like grunting noises? Uh for show. Yeah, it helps absolutely none. No, it doesn't do anything. Zero. And like. Is there a lot of grunting going on at four thirty? Because I don't get there until like five five fifteen. How much grunting is going on? Well, it depends on where, like, when the barbell lifting weight area there is. The free weight area. Yeah, and there's not that many people in the gym at four thirty. Like, so like for, I just don't understand. And I have my headphones on. And you can hear it through. I the can headphones. hear it through that. So that's bad. Is it? Are they even doing real weight? No, or they'll like do two weight? things of it and then Say walk away. Say lightweight, like Ronnie Coleman. Lightweight. Yeah, lightweight. Lightweight. Yeah, are they doing lightweight? Lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> so that bothers you too. Yeah, like. But you still go to the gym though. You don't let it deter you. You don't let it stop you. No, I just go to the other side of the gym when I no, see those. Screw them. Go right over there. So. Can I go at 432? I'll go right over there. I'll sit right in the middle of their circuit. They probably won't do it then. They're a bunch of... Well, I don't want a stereotype. Well, go ahead, meatheads. Yeah. Is that... It's not a stereotype. They're all show. Juice heads? Is that is that the right term? Well, and I can see how some females are intimidated by going in the gym around... That's I think that's why they have a woman's section for... For women that get irritated by it, yeah. to go in there. <laughs> Do women grunt while they're lifting no. in the women's area? No. No, there's no grunting? There's no grunting. No screaming when you're doing dumbbells? No. I see there. there's no grunting or screaming going on when I get there. Maybe all the grunters and screamers go from like 4 to 5, 15, 4 know. to 5. I'm going to have to do a study. We're going to have to figure this one out. They just probably see me and they decide, well, let's irritate her. I bet you they do. <laughs> I know that's what I would do. I do that all the time with my gum garden of spitting my gum out in the same spot. Oh, yeah. Or my garden of gum? Mm-hmm. 
it's going to just grow more gum. That's why yeah, I put it there. I thought I was growing tulips and that's you know, your Michelle. <laughs> All right. So that was, that was week two and you had a very, very good week. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, week two for me was a, I would also say it was a very compliant week just cause I had another big loss. I got down to three Oh two, but I also knew that starting on Friday, last Friday night was going to be the Goggins challenge. And for those who don't know what the Goggins challenge is, it's called a Goggins four by four by 48 challenge. And that consists of starting at 10 PM walk running four miles every fourth hour for 48 hours straight. So the last evolution would start at Sunday night, 6 p.m. So I had a pretty good workout week. Uh, I only did legs twice. I th- Yeah, I, I did leg workout on Tuesday and Thursday, and then I didn't do anything on Friday. I just did, I did an upper body workout Friday and no leg, out, leg workout. Uh, that was it. That was the last one just because I got to save my wheels. 48 miles is a lot of miles. But food-wise, I did very good. Uh, we did substitute, I believe, one night, I think. Or maybe I did. I put it in my journal where I, I knew exactly what to eat because I I didn't plan. And we might have talked about this in the other one. But I, I knew I didn't eat. I, I didn't have an opportunity. I think it was at Kyle's Wrestling. But I can eyeball food and I know exactly what probably, you know, an estimate oh, of the nutrient is. Was that the week? Yeah, because the, the weekend of his the Goggins, I took him. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, we recorded that on yeah, Monday. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, so so that was that. So Saturday, so Friday night started, and the, the original plan is when we talked first was we were going to have the podcast recorded on Friday nights. But Friday night was the start of the Goggins Challenge, and I thought it would have been very, very appropriate to have Kelly Cavanaugh on, which I just posted. I just posted that. That should be live right now, the Kelly Cavanaugh interview. And Kelly Cavanaugh, again, I thought it would have been a very, very appropriate time to interview her because she's coming close to 50 pounds of weight loss, and, and she has completely changed her life around in the last 24 weeks. or no, 26 weeks since uh, August, August, September. But Kelly also walked one of the legs with me last year. She walked three miles, and that's the distance I was doing. I was only doing three miles every fourth hour, and I didn't even do the full race. I only did 36 miles. So I asked her, I'm like, hey, let's do the podcast Friday night before we start walking. And then you can join me for the first leg of the walk, the first four miles. Kelly was tickled pink. So we had a great conversation, and you'll be able to hear that. Uh, it's live live now on the Unsprayed through Apple. I'm going to give a cheap plug to on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all major podcasts where you can hear Unsprayed. You're giving me that nod like I want to slap you in the face type <laughs> nod. <laughs> and... But we did that, and then we, we got ready for the first the first segment at the 10 p.m., which is the first four miles. Now, there's really no way of training to walk for 48 miles. I mean, you would have to get out there, and you would have to walk every single day, four to, four to eight miles a day, you know, almost like a marathon training, because you're doing an ultra marathon. You're doing a 48-mile race. And I'll be the first to admit, I did not train as hard as I should for that with the amount of time. But... This is also a big time mental challenge. This is the this is I would call my mental cleansing because you you got to dig really deep during during this 
mentally because you just want to shut down. You're sleep deprived because you're up every hour and a half. Uh, you're you're physically tired. Usually after the 16th mile, 20th mile, that's when I started getting tired. Uh, you're hungry because I was still on plan. I was eating a ton of food. I was eating exactly what Jill uh, prescribed for that meal. Coach Jill gave for that meal week. I did have an extra banana and I did have an extra orange, but I just I needed that fuel. My body was burning it. So that was last weekend, and then we just had our weigh-in uh, today, and I zeroed out. I did not have a gain. I did not have a loss. Uh, how did you do this week? I lost one and a half. Awesome, which is huge. So anything greater or any any loss more than zero is great. Zero to whatever is fine. But as soon as you gain weight, then you got to see, hey, what, what happened? That's surprising that you didn't lose anything for the amount of like extra exercise that you did for the week. I remember talking to Coach Jill about this, and she said it's inflammation. Now, Coach Jill, she also has her doctorate of physical therapy, right? So she knows that end of it. And I asked her about that uh, last year because I actually gained weight last year. But I wasn't account- I wasn't being accountable for what I was eating. Like if I was hungry, I would eat. This time here, though, I watched everything. I followed the plan to a T. I did have the extra banana. I had an extra orange, which is 200 calories at most. Uh, After the race, I did have my celebratory tacos, okay? But having celebratory tacos after just walking 48 miles over the course of three days on top of doing three workouts during the week and being compliant that's not gonna. That's not gonna put me over deficit. <laughs> you know that that's gonna allow me. Oh, Mags is going to bed. Good night, Maggie. <laughs> the that wouldn't put me at, at a gain. But when I talked with Coach Jill about this uh, before, it's the inflammation, it's the water weight, it's the swelling because of the pounding. Now all the way up to yesterday, my legs were swollen, my feet were swollen, all the way up to yesterday, and it started so to go you, down yesterday. So you're probably gonna have a big loss this week. I'm probably going to have a real big loss this week. I'll probably have a four to three to six pound loss this week. But that that's what I'm going to assume is why I didn't lose the weight this week was the inflammation. Meal-wise, I was spot on. Yeah. I was spot on meal-wise. Uh, I did three workouts. I did three upper body workouts. I didn't do any lower body workouts. But I did put some mileage on the walking because I had to travel. I, I had to do a lot of walking throughout the airports, uh, which were just killing my feet. And we'll get into that later. But... Yeah, it is, I zeroed. I literally went from 302 last week to 302 this week. And I just shrugged my shoulders. I'm like, it is what it is. I, I had a very, very good week. It was it was a, a life, life-changing life week, again, of actually completing the Goggins Challenge. And, oh, well, I feel great. My clothes are getting loose. And that, that, that's what I think people, and you have to keep in perspective. Yes, the scale, you might not be losing all the time but how are you feeling like are do you have more energy do you are your clothes fitting better like right those are i think are more important than a number on the scale yeah it's it's very very important um and that's how i felt and you hit it right on the head i, I felt great i i did not care what the number was going oh, i take that back if i would have gained i would have cared <laughs> but i would i would have thrown a fit <laughs> uh but i zeroed out which is fine so that was last week, uh, and it was a pretty good Goggins challenge. 
uh, was last Friday. Actually, we were Kelly and I were just wrapping up the podcast right around this time at nine twenty eight. We we're getting getting ready. She was layering up because it was cold out in the Chicagoland area, and I was getting my my stuff together too. And we were about to start our ten p.m. like. So the Goggins Challenge, the history with that and me, it goes back two years ago when I started following David Goggins. I, I almost it's like a cult for me. Like everything he says is like scripture, and I can repeat everything, and I know everything he said, and how he said it, and his intensities, and the reasons why. I've read his book several times. I've listened to his book several times. I think I've seen. I've listened to every podcast he was on. His story just resonates with me. It's it's a very powerful message, and everything he says just it just hits home uh, with me. So I heard of him doing this challenge two years ago, and I was thinking this guy is freaking insane. Mm-hmm. He he was going to run four miles every fourth hour for forty eight hours. It's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. And at that time, thinking there's no way that I could even come close to doing that. Well, last year was the the big change year where I, I lost a ton of weight, got my life back, got in shape, and the Goggins Challenge popped up on the Instagram or Facebook feed, and he outlined it, stating that it's, like I said, four miles every fourth hour for 48 hours. Everybody starts at the same time, regardless what time zone you're on. So for Chicago, that's 10 p.m. because he's on the West Coast, which is 8 p.m. And... I wanted to do it while watching the video even more. He described that you can do modifications because not everyone is a 48-mile runner, which is a ton of miles if you're a runner. What was the farthest you've ever ran? Me? No, the other person sitting next to you. Nala. How far have you ran, Nala? As she sleeps on the couch? Yeah, you. I, I don't know. <laughs> like on a, like a, just, have you ever done a half, a half marathon? No. A 10K. 10K you ran a 10k yeah that's long awesome time ago. so that that takes a little bit of effort right yeah now can you imagine running 48 miles no no it's insane so that's what he said he goes you know not everyone's made to run 48 miles he's extreme he is just like 100 badass extreme so he said do a modification just work out for one hour during that evolution so I knew that I can work out one hour straight with a certain exercise. I had a plan. I also knew that I could not get the full mileage in at the time because one, it was a mental block. I wasn't mentally prepared to do that, to sacrifice an hour, 20 minutes, an hour, 30 minutes for every every evolution. So last year I did it. I did it with modifications. I started with the bench press component. And the bench press component, uh, a friend of mine, Joe Rohde, came by. Thank God he did because we got really heavy with weights. And I, I was starting to get strong at that time, not like not really strong, but I was strong, where I started with 225, and then I would do what you're shaking your head in disgust. Why? Keep going. <laughs> so I started with 225, and I added five pounds for every minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, I added five pounds, I believe, for every minute. And I did one rep, one rep. I think that's what I ended up doing. And so I ended up doing like 335 as my last set. But I was doing one rep per minute for 60 minutes. So that was the first evolution at 10 p.m. And then we walked a couple, and then I ended up doing a pull-up evolution, like an assisted pull-ups with rubber bands, and then I would walk. But the mileage I was getting, because I was following it to do one hour of workout, was just like three miles. It was like three, 3.5 miles maybe. 
and I only got 36 miles or somewhere around there. But I also had the two workout components and I wasn't doing the full four miles. But I felt good that I was able to accomplish it. I was able to work out for an hour because I, I followed what he said with the modification. So when that ended, my goal then was for this year was to do the full 48 miles. I don't care how I was going to do it, but I was going to follow everything to a T. That I was going to do it on the fourth hour. If it was going to take me two hours, if it was going to take me an hour, I was going to get the four miles in. And I was going to reset right when everybody else in, in the world was going to reset. So we started at 10 o'clock and we got a good walk in. It took like maybe like an hour, 20 minutes. Uh, we were averaging probably about a 20 minute mile walk. And the walk we had had some elevation changes, had some nice climbs, and we definitely felt it towards the end. But I was also very, very humbled to see the people that came out to walk. And it was, it was shocking. You know, it was shocking to see all the people that, that joined, that joined to walk. The, the first, the first evolution was, was myself. It was my friend, Ed, my friend, Garrett, uh, Kelly walked with us and Tracy, right? Tracy walked mm -hmm. in the first evolution with us. And so we got our first four miles done, got down around 1130 and then I went right to bed. 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's probably the toughest one. Because there is no one out, there's no planes in the sky, there's no animals hooting and hollering, no birds. Well, the coyotes were well, out. Yeah, the coyotes were out. But here, move this microphone down. Just there you go. Coyotes were out, and but no one came out to walk at that time, and nor did I expect anybody to walk. I didn't expect anybody to walk at all during and these I times. I didn't join you because we had kids oh yeah we had a very crazy kids day and we'll get to that in a second so i walked the 2 a.m portion by myself and it's just me my thoughts and the air as i was walking and there's some interesting noises like just some weird noises at 2 a.m and i'm not gonna lie 42 years old i'm a pretty big guy i can hold my own sort of creepy too like i was doing like a couple over the shoulder looks i'm like did i hear something i had to pick up my walk a little bit what <laughs> and so that was the 2 a.m. So I got I got done with that around 3.30, got back in bed, started the 6 a.m. walk. And the 6 a.m. walk, my neighbor Allison joined us. You joined us, right? You didn't oh, do the 6 a.m.? Not on Saturday. Allison joined us. Oh, boy, now i got to remember. I feel bad now if, if I uh, leave somebody out. I'm going to have to look on the phone. But the 6 a.m. walk happened, and uh, that was going pretty good. I, I didn't think I was facing really too many ailments at the time. Oh, Chip, my my uh, my neighbor, Chip came and walked with us. He joined us at he joined us at the at the 6 a.m. time as well. Uh, and I'm leaving out names. I am so sorry for the names that I'm leaving out as I'm bringing this up on the social media to see uh, what times. All right, so 2 a.m. Also, Kevin Santiago, my buddy Kevin. He, he shot me a text. He's like, where you at? I'm like, I'm walking on 88th Avenue, one of the streets. He's like, okay. So I'm walking. Again, there's nobody on the road. And I see a car coming. And I hear the Rocky Four song, No Easy Way Out, <laughs> playing. And he spun around. And he drove with me because he just came from the gym himself. And he walked like a couple blocks. We we're talking. He's like, hey, I'm going to join you tomorrow at 2 a.m. I'm like, Kevin, I would love that, man. Thank you so much. So Kevin ended up joining me for the 2 a.m. walk. Which is really cool. Uh, so where am I at here? I got all my social media stuff up of who joined when and where. Uh, so the 2 a.m., no one joined me. We got 6 a.m. Okay, so the 6 a.m. group, uh, miles, 
was it nine through twelve? Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Tracy Tracy joined us, Allison and Chip. So that was that mileage. As I'm like watching this video of everybody walking and waving, that wasn't too bad because Saturday was gonna be warm. It was gonna be a nice day. It was gonna be like seventy degrees, a little bit windy, but it was definitely it was gonna be nice. No issues then. Uh, to the two p.m. Uh, ten a.m. walk. Uh, it was also very, very nice, great walk. Uh, Orland Hills Police Department was super supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Officer Patton, you know, great guy. He was, you know, he was on the on the uh, air horn saying, hey, walk a little faster. You know, he was giving mm-hmm. me some crap for my socks, too. So I was wearing those compression socks. But that was really cool to see that. And, uh, you know, that was the 10 a.m. The 10 a.m. walk went pretty good. The 2 p.m. walk, I started noticing that I was starting to get a little bit of blistering going on in my foot. Nothing to be too concerned with at that point, but my feet were starting to get sore, like the bottoms of it. And Kelly Cavanaugh came out to walk with me again. So this is her mile eight. Uh, Yeah, mile eight that she ended up doing, which was awesome. But the cool thing is with walking is it's just you and them, and you get to learn so much about people. And people open up when when you just are walking. Yeah, because it's therapeutic. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, walking a few miles is therapeutic, walking... 16 miles is not therapeutic. That's one of my favorite things, especially in the early morning. Like, I know you said 2 a.m., but like 6 a.m. type of walks, like right when the sun's about to go up, like that's, I think that's so peaceful. It is. It's very relaxing, very, very relaxing, very peaceful. You hear those morning birds, you hear the Oreos, you hear the Cardinals chirping. You know, it's really neat. So uh, Kelly walked with me for that, and then my feet started to blister a little bit. So then we got to the 6 p.m., uh, right before the 6 p.m. portion. Um, my I started getting some pain in my ankles, and I was starting to get like a little bit of uh, calf and Achilles soreness. So I went old school, Olive and Nazarene training room. I busted out the Rubbermaid bin. I filled it up full of water and ice. I did a 20-minute ice bath with the legs. Uh, and that felt great. That that was a, a tremendous relief, but the blistering on my feet was bothering me. Now, in between each, I was getting about an hour and a half nap. Uh, I had to sleep just because of the sleep deprivation part of it because it starts really messing with your mind, the sleep deprivation. So we got that done, got that evolution done. And then we were on the 6 p.m. walk. Now, I was very aware of the weather through the day, and they were saying that there was going to be storms. Uh, around 10 o'clock, bad storms between 10 and 2 a.m., and that was time of the two evolutions. And I was getting a little upset at the fact that I'm going to be missing out on these uh, on these. I have to because of the weather. It can't, you know, it's it's just unsafe. You know, I'm not getting paid for this. I, I'm not. Uh, it, there's no income for doing the Goggins challenge. This is just a, a mental a mental hurdle and a physical hurdle. More of a mental than a physical. So we went out for the 6 p.m. We we did a nice walk. Uh, who Sarah walked? Let me read the list here. Thank God I documented mm-hmm. all this. You, you walked with us. How many miles did you end up getting in this weekend? Um, I walked at the 6 p.m. and then I didn't do the overnight walks with you. And then I um, woke at 6 a.m. I walked most of the daytime with you on Sunday. So you got about 20 miles in too. Pretty close. Yeah. So it's a lot of mileage. Chip, and uh, our neighbor, got 24 miles in altogether. Uh, so he put in some serious mileage. And he also didn't train at all during the winter, period. He went out there and did 24 miles. So I wonder how his body's feeling. I'm going to shoot him a message, see how he's feeling at the end of the week. But you walks with me. Uh, Tracy walks with me. Chip walks with me, which was always just it made things go by faster. 
So that was the 6 p.m. evolution. We got done probably around 7.30. That was miles 21 through 24. Now, the 10 p.m. evolution, now, I was I was a little down uh, coming up to that because I fell asleep. I looked at the radar, and there was a giant storm front coming, giant squall line. I'm thinking, come on. Well, I guess when I was sleeping, it went through, and I didn't check the radar. So I got up, and the plan then was is I was just going to do like five push-ups a minute or how many push-ups a minute for the 60 minutes because I couldn't walk outside. Well, Michelle texts me, our friend Michelle, Michelle's like, no, it's fine. It's fine outside. And it sounds horrible, but I was on the toilet. <laughs> Just like and looking at my messages. And and she's like, all right, I'll be there in a couple of minutes. I'm like, awesome. Well, in the meantime, as I was reading that, I'm hearing these ladies' voices outside the window. And I go to the camera. They go to the security camera. And Julie from down the street and Sherry, they're both waiting there outside the door. And now I have like this rush of energy. You know, I'm like, yes, I'm now I'm motivated again because I was I was getting down that I was going to be able to fully complete it again because of a, a circumstance that was out of my control. Granted, I could probably have walked it, but it just wouldn't have been safe. It wouldn't have been safe to walk it at, during a thunderstorm. So we walked that. It started at 10 p.m. Uh, Julie Sherry, which she also is qualified for the uh, CrossFit Open. This, Sherry's a, just a beast. She is so physically fit; it's insane. Uh, she did all of her summer workouts. Julie is, you know, she killed it too. She had a lot of fun earlier that evening. You know, we got a good laugh out of that. And, and Michelle, she's also like a rabbit. She just kept the pace and just full of energy no matter what. Well, Michelle's husband, Mark, sends a text message to her. And we probably had about a mile to go. And the uh, the red alert number or whatever it's called. the I guess Tinley Park notifies yeah, the, the village of Tilly Park does like this blast saying that there's severe thunderstorm warning. So at that point, my feet now are raw. I'm just like walking on glass. And I look on the radar and it was all red, like red storms, powerful storms. And you could feel that wind picking up. So that definitely put a little bit of energy in me because I hate lightning. I hate <laughs> thunder. I, I love thunderstorms, but I hate light, lightning, being outside and lightning. I could be inside and watch thunderstorms, but. Lightning doesn't do it for me. So we hauled butt. We got home. Literally, we got back uh, 11.30, and that storm hit 11.35. So I went to bed, woke back up at 2 a.m., and Kevin walked, started to walk with me. But my feet at that point were unbearable. Like, I, there was the blistering was throughout my entire bottom of the foot on both feet. I could even walk down the stairs without stepping on my heels. But then if I stepped on my heels, it would shoot up the bone, you know, because my legs were tired. So Kevin and I started to walk. Kevin threw this 40-pound vest on, one of those weighted vests, and uh, we had a great walk. But I got to the right around two miles, and my body was telling me no. And it was at the point where I was affecting how I was walking. And so I, I pulled short, pulled up short. We, I took a turn uh, right around the two-mile mark, and I ended up doing 2.65 miles. And I told Kevin, I'm like, Kevin, I can't walk. But I was able to get the hour walk time in. Uh, which was one of the components. You want to get the hour in. But I fell short a mile and a half, a little over a mile and a half. So Kevin went his way. I went upstairs. I was a little disappointed because my feet were bothering me, and I was coming to the reality of I'm not going to get the full 48 miles in just because my feet are that bad. And uh, it started to bother me a little bit. So then we went out for the 6 a.m. walk. He went out with us on that Sunday morning 6 a.m. walk. Let's see who was with us on that walk. Um, 
Allison was there. Allison. Uh, yeah, who do we have? Tracy Al- was there. Tracy, Allison, Josh, uh, Sergeant Berkovic uh, came out and walked with the Orland Hills Police Department. Chip was out again. Uh, Coach Jill, she joined us. And she introduced us to that built bar. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? It's more like a candy bar than a protein bar. But it, it has all the nutrients just yeah. like, yeah. So she described it pretty much like a Milky Way. Mm. Right? Is that yeah, what she said? Yeah, that's what she described it as. I didn't think it was like a Milky Way because I don't really like Milky Ways. Yeah. But it but was, was good. Okay. You it enjoyed was, it? Yeah. So she brought some treats. There, there was a couple people that brought treats. I'm going to give the treat shout out right now because I'll end up forgetting. My ADD is horrific. So Coach Jill brought some Fit Fuel, Black Rifle Fit Fuel mm-hmm. coffee, which is our pre-workout that we have uh, before we work out. It is fantastic, just caffeine-laced coffee by Black Rifle uh, Coffee. Uh, she brought a Built Bar and a Quest Bar, which was awesome, so cool. Uh, and then she also brought a ZOA. Did she bring a ZOA? No, Tracy brought Tra- the Tracy brought the pre-workout ZOAs. I don't know where the ZOA came from. Oh. I don't think she brought it either. Really? Though. I thought she brought a ZOA. No, I think someone else brought the ZOA. Okay. So you well, Tracy brought the pre-workout ZOA, which yeah. just came out, and that was very good. Have you tried? No, I haven't tried that. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. I mean, we're going to have to get I'm some of that. I'm not a fan of ZOAs. No? Dwayne no. Johnson's going to be pissed. I know. Like, well, well, there goes our sponsorship from ZOA. Sorry. Zoas are awesome. You see? Now it's better. Now we're going to be back on the sponsorship <laughs> list. <laughs> so, yeah. So they brought those treats. Michelle brought some Epsom salt. Epsom salt, but she also brought you um, energy Energy jelly, jelly, jelly beans. beans. I had good. those. Those were very good. Tracy. Huge, huge shout out to Tracy. Not yeah. only for the Zoas. Okay. She got a bunch of Band-Aids. But yeah. I went prior to that, but I didn't find the right stuff. Yes. No, but you you did make the effort, and effort's what counts. And but it it, it everything added up. <laughs> it didn't help. We tried, it did not help one bit. But big shout out to Tracy because she uh, she went out and got some bandages. We're gonna talk about that in a second. So that the six a.m. came about. Coach Jill's with us, and the weather what was a complete one eighty. It was freezing. It was freezing. There was thirty to forty mile per hour winds, and Coach Jill's is like as big as my leg too. And that wind was probably clipping her. and She almost blew away. <laughs> she almost blew away. Uh, it, it was brutal. Not only was it brutal, but it was at the point where I'm hiding my discomfort. And I'm trying to walk, keep up with everybody, but I just couldn't. And my feet were that bad. They, they were that bad. So I also pulled up short for that walk, too. I did the full hour, okay, but I only got 2.6 miles in again. I got right around there. And I was I was disappointed, but... You know, I, I knew my feet were, were bad. They were very, very bad. Gigantic blisters, couldn't walk. Well, one of our show sponsors, Dr. Christopher Vittori, he's been my podiatrist now for six years, seven years. Uh, I have orthotics in my shoes, all my shoes. Kyle, my son, he has. he's going to have the orthotics. They came in. I got the message today. We just got to pick them up. Oh, uh, that was on, we have an uh, appointment two weeks okay well we'll get him on monday okay. and uh so i shoot him a text i'm like dr vittori and i said i i have horrific blistering i need to finish this race what do i do dr vittori replies back soak your feet in epsom salt didn't someone tell you that today yes before? they did and this is a typical man move typical mm-hmm. guy move sherry and julie 
both said, soak your feet in Epsom salt. Kelly Kavanaugh also said, soak your feet in Epsom salt. Mm -hmm. But guess who knows better? Dr. Vittori. Dr. Vittori. (laughs) And I apologize to Julie. I apologize to Sherry. I apologize to Kelly for not listening. Typical man move. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them on social media or in person, I told you to do the same exact thing. I'm like, well, I didn't listen. I apologize. And and I, you know, I ate what they call it, ate humble pie on that. <laughs> and I soaked my feet. What's that? You're probably sleep deprived too. You weren't yeah. really listening to what no. people were saying. I don't really listen. I have well, I know you don't, but <laughs> so I soaked my feet for the twenty minutes in the Epsom salts. And then Tracy, she made a run to probably a, a different Walgreens than you went to. Uh and CVS for my CVS friends. We we looked at both locations and uh, she came back with a bunch of like moleskin and yeah, those bunion pads and bunion gel pads. La- I was trying to, ex- the lady didn't know what I was talking about either. So Yeah. So I soaked them. I put all these padding on my feet and I was back in the game. Yeah, I brought the seven pound bag of Epsom salt too. And it worked fantastic. Yeah, yeah you yeah you went out and you got two giant bags of Epsom mm-hmm. salts. It was just, just delightful. So good. So... I, we walked 4.5 miles that the 2 p.m. walk. Um, no, the 10. What the time 10, was that? The 10 oh, o'clock. Look here. Wasn't it 10 o'clock? And then it was, we went out again? Yes. The 10 a.m. Uh, the 10 a.m. walk was after the foot soak. We got that done. And then we went out for the 2 p.m. walk and we got uh, four and a half miles in. We got some. We we were trying to make up on it because I couldn't. I couldn't come to grips that I was going to fall short, because if I walked four miles, I was going to be forty six of the forty eight miles, and I needed to make up those two miles. So I was walking at two p.m. and my brother calls. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" He was calling, you know, throughout the weekend, checking in, see how I'm doing, you know, just doing motivating brother things, and. Like Mike, I'm probably only gonna get 48, 46 of the forty-eight. He's like, "What would Goggins do? Get to forty-eight? He's like, "Then get the bleeping forty-eight done." <laughs> I'm like, "You're right." He goes, "Kyle, you won't be able to sleep knowing that you fell short two miles. Figure it out, get it done." I'm like, "You're right, Mike. We gotta figure out, get it done." He goes, "Do it after the the challenge is over." But I still had a mental block with that too because the last the last evolution was at six p.m. Mm-hmm. and Everyone had to be done with the 48 miles. By and then. I offered to, I said, I'm, I'll walk your extra miles for you. And he's like, I can't do that. I no, can't do that. I, I can't. It doesn't work that way. No, it, you got to do it. And I really appreciated that when you offered that. That was that was really sweet. So I needed to make up five 5.75 miles. No, I needed to make up six miles. Because all your little half of miles here, we added them all up. Because you thought you had to do more than what you actually had. Right. So I logged, we, we added everything up, and I ended up having to do 5.75 miles. That's what I was short. So there was one more evolution left at 6 p.m. So we figured that out, and I, I sat down. I think I had some energy chomps, and I just said, I'm like, we got to go out. We got to make this walk happen before 6. Uh we we gotta make this we gotta make this happen before the six PM evolution. So the round four thirty we went out and I got no sleep in between two. Mm-hmm. Uh I rebandaged my feet, I soaked them, I rebandaged them, 
And we went out. We got like a mile and a half down. We, we walked. I think it was like 1.3 miles. Uh, and then as I was coming home, I had about 20 minutes in between before the 6 p.m. And I just sat down. I just rested for a minute. And then we started at 6 p.m., the 6 p.m. evolution. And I knew that I had to get like 4.25 miles in. So it got to the point of where I was walking curb lines and we would walk a cul-de-sac and I would go around the entire cul-de-sac with everybody, but just walk on the curb so I know I can get those extra steps in. And then I would follow the curb around another cul-de-sac and then I would follow it around the other cul-de-sac over where uh, Kimmy lives, my sister lives. And so I would walk all those little cul-de-sacs just to get those extra steps in. And uh, I ended up getting it done. I ended up getting it done. We we had more great walkers. You know, Michelle walked with us again. Chip walked. Kelly walked. Uh, Tracy walked in that time. And I ended up getting it done. So you called. You asked me to call um, when I, I was almost home. I didn't walk at the 6 p.m. I was home with the kids. You're home with the kids and you're making these fun signs. They're making well, the these, kids were making the fun signs. Yeah. Well, you had to buy the supplies for the fun signs. That's which when was, I got the Epsom salt. You did? That's when really? I got the supplies. Very good. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. <laughs> so Officer Patton was just super, super motivational during the entire time. I mean, he definitely kept me laughing, smiling. Uh, you know, he was making fun of my compression socks. Those were our compression socks. And he, he definitely made the, the event uh, bearable in some of the times that weren't bearable. And you walked with me in some of those times. They're, they're, they were just tough, flat out tough. So I get onto our main street to start walking home, and I start seeing, like, all these squad cars. I'm thinking, there must be, like, some type of police activity going on. And they all, they're flying down the street. It was like, rawr, rawr, rawr. I'm just like, what's going on? So we get to the corner, mm-hmm. and that's where I see you guys. Yeah, and Nala's, you're with the dog, Nala, and the kids are there, and they have these signs. And I'm just like, oh, God. I start getting, like, real, like, thick <laughs> throat. I'm like, oh, God. Like thank you. And they picked out a song for you. Too. Yeah, and Kyle's Kyle is playing uh the Rocky. Uh what song from Rocky? Oh, the one that you've always played. Yeah, it, it's uh the training montage. Yeah. The, when this was a discussion for like fifteen minutes with the kids and what song to play. Yeah. And they chose the right one. It was yeah. a training montage. I was like, No, there's no no qualms about it. We gotta play this one. Yeah. Yeah. And he had it on. He yeah. was playing it. So it was really sweet. So we got some photos. We, we put them up there. And, you know, we, we took them. And so I take a couple steps, and then all of a sudden, you just see the entire street light up with police lights. That was cool. Yeah, and that's when I lost it. I'm just like, oh, man. I'm like, God. I'm like, these all, all these guys are here. And I walked over, and I hugged every single one of them. And as I was walking, and I'll share the video. If you probably haven't seen it, it's, it's all these videos are posted on uh, my Instagram page, the big, the T-H-E, big, B-I-G-K, man. And all the videos were on there. And so Kelly's videoing it. And I do remember this. I'm walking, and I just walk across the parkway, which is the street. Between and you the, hit a, a stick or something? and There was a part of a tree that yeah. was like some <laughs> and branch. Like, <laughs> and I kicked it. But I didn't even know I kicked it, and it broke. And she starts going nuts. Like, he just <laughs> Yeah, and I didn't even know it. I went up, and I said thank you and hugged each one of those guys. And... It was so, so kind. It was so nice. And I kid you not, right when I got to that last officer, my body knew that I was done and I couldn't walk. Like my legs just like shut down. 
And that was that. That was the Goggins Challenge. I was able to get 48.6 miles done. Uh, the time, it's 12 hours, okay? So it ended up taking me 17 point, uh, 17 and a half hours. It ended up taking me. But I followed everything to the T, where I started at the same time everyone else in the world started. At 10 p.m., and I ended at 6 p.m. on Sunday. But it's a huge improvement from the year before. Oh, absolutely. So, like, you know, that that's awesome. You know, like, you're, you had some setbacks, but that's life. You have setbacks in life. Yeah. And you just have to keep going. Yeah, and I and I did. But, you know, you know how I operate. It's, I want to maybe, now all next in. year. Yeah, all in all the time. <laughs> that, that's that's it. I'm, I'm 100% in or I'm 100% out. And everyone out. that's associated with you, too, is all in, too. You're all in, too. It's, that's how it is. It's all in all the time. And I, um, I, I, now next year, my, my goal is I want to possibly get that four miles in within an hour. Are you going to run it? I might have to, have to, I might have to, to get that in. It's a 15 minute mile. You're going to have to train. Oh, I, I, I know. Running's no, no joke. Oh, I, I'm a bigger person. I know, but running's you know that. No joke. I know it's no joke, but so that's the plan is now I want to obtain, uh, obtain that milestone of actually doing it within the hour, doing it on the hour. Which will sh- will sh- save is uh, four and a half hours. You'll probably get some sleep then. Yeah, but I'll be more tired because I, I was actually running it. Yeah. So that's that's the plan. That's the plan for last for for next year. But th- this past Goggins challenge was a was a huge mental hurdle. Some mental hurdles that I really had to overcome with pain. Uh, pain is not a stranger to me. I, I have my ailments, as you, you know. Have a big threshold for pain, though. Like if it's if it's hurting you, you know it's it's bad. Yeah, the, the <laughs> feet were bad. The, the feet were very bad because I'm still walking goofy on them. You know, it's because it's still painful. You want to see? Mm-hmm. All right, it's oh, right here. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That hasn't fallen off yet. No, I don't know what to do. I gotta call Doctor Vittori and ask him. Maybe. And I got the same one on the other foot too. Yeah, that looks like dead skin that needs to come yeah, off. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll go for a pedicure. Let's go for a pedicure. You said we were going for a massage and we never went for a massage. We had a busy week. Yeah. All right, so I completed the Goggins Challenge, and you completed the Mother Challenge <laughs> on Saturday. Huge <laughs> shout of Mother Challenge. Huge shout out to Michelle and Mark for, for really helping out big. And that that's huge. It's, um, it. You have to find those people in your life that you can depend on to help you out and things like that. Because yes. you were doing you were doing that challenge, which was really important to you and both our two older kids had events. Maggie had volleyball, Kyle had his sectional wrestling and they both were happening at the same time in two opposite directions. It's not like I could drop one of them off and then go to the other one vice versa so one was they were an hour 30 minutes away from each other yeah so and everyone had to be up at the crack of dawn so that's why i didn't join you and your early mo- like most you were already of, out of the house yeah we were gone um we were at wrestling from 7 a.m to close to 5 p.m yeah and that's a lot of wrestling and that was and that was a last minute a last minute event because kyle my little guy, this is his first full year wrestling. He's wrestling for this a program called the Vidim Park Cats. 
And he, Coach Jimmy, the head of the program, this guy is just, I can't speak enough about him. He's he's done wonders with with Kyle's confidence. Kyle went from just getting smoked beginning of the season getting just whooped to taking second place at the regional at the end of the season and then he took fourth place in sectional so you have to win you have to be a placer in regionals to make it to sectionals and he did it and and that happened on the same day as the Gokens challenge and Kyle I'm going to say he probably could have came in second place the kid that took first place was a very good wrestler and yeah he had you know and I in his defense he doesn't know all the moves. All the moves yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or he, how to get out of yes. certain. Yeah. The sequencing of the moves of, of wrestling. But so he had his wrestling, which was an all day event. And Maggie had a volleyball tournament in the far northern suburbs. And uh, Michelle and Mark came through huge. And they're like, hey, we can drive Maggie. And which just took a complete weight off my shoulder because the plan was that I wasn't going with Kyle to wrestling. And I know how these wrestling meets go. He wrestles for three minutes, and then he's off for three hours, and wrestles for three minutes, and yeah, he's off I, for a couple hours. you could have easily walked in between. I, <laughs> I, I could have very easily walked in between, but it would not have been safe because I would have been so sleep-deprived. Oh, yeah. And I would leave Kyle in that gym. I would go out to the school track, and I would walk the track for the four miles, and then come back to the gym. But then if Kyle has to wrestle, then I would have to cut it short. It was just going to be a just a nightmare. But as things always do, and you get so angry when I say this, everything works itself out. Well, I was like all that week. I was look at Nala. She's was, trying to get comfortable. Tongue sticking out. Well, she's she's like, Why are you two t- still talking? Like, why aren't you guys in bed? Um, but I I had anxiety about it because I didn't know how it's going to work. And there were two things that were important to both the kids, and I didn't want one of them to miss it because we couldn't figure out the logistics. Right. Um. But it all worked out, and I did. I I packed everything, food wise, for that event, like so that we had everything we needed. The kids had sandwiches for lunch. I had what I needed, because a lot of times at these events, I know volleyball is a little more strict. They don't always let you bring in outside food. Um, wrestling, they didn't care. Like they were fine. Um, but they don't always have the right choices for you like when you're trying concession to session food yeah if hot dogs and there's food nachos. that is limited to no nutrient value yeah. granted at wrestling though they got bananas and they do have healthier options but that's not a guarantee no because no. those are the like those are the things that go first because of there was tons of wrestlers there yeah um so that that worked out well for us but that was a long time sitting in a gym when it was beautiful outside <laughs> yeah but it, again it's um it, it take was it takes a village to raise a family is that the phrase i just told totally you to raise a child is that it yep all right well thank you to the village of michelle and mark for helping uh you guys came through huge and you came through huge too because you know you're juggling that mentally you've got a uh, a goofball husband that's doing an ultra endurance event that's the farthest thing from ultra or endurance so hopefully i was on your mind too that hopefully he makes it doesn't hurt himself or something crazy well i was worried because i i wanted to make sure that people were like it it made me feel better that you always except for that 2 a.m you had someone walking with yeah. you when i couldn't be there like that was my most 
I, I don't think it's really safe. And I do it sometimes walk by myself. But it's for that, for a two-day period to do it by yourself is not safe. Yeah. Yeah, with some mileage and any other type of variables too. You know, you're not of sound, you know, you're going through the motions. You're not really paying attention to what's going on. And there's some roads on in this neighborhood that some people like to race down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm walking on the street too with just a reflector vest. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so that was that was last week. That was the Goggins Challenge week. Sarah won the Motherly Challenge. Michelle Mark won the Neighborly Challenge. And I won the Goggins Challenge. We got it all done. But the the other thing I did not mention was I done this for Special Olympics for the last two years, and part of the Goggins Challenge is finding a charity and supporting a charity. And I chose the Special Olympics, just one because uh, athletes, you know, sports has a, a special meaning to me. Two, I'm a firm believer is you you help those who you know who sometimes can't help themselves, you know, and you know with funding with fundraising. Uh, you know, with, with the Special Olympics, they do such a great job with providing resources, providing training, providing competition sites, coaches, uh, mentorship uh, for, for the athletes, you know, for, for our athletes of the Special Olympics. So last year I raised uh, probably around $3,000, and I set a goal for seven grand this year, and I ended up raising 60, almost 6200 think which I was just tickled pink I mean the people that donated uh and I, I was reading off their thank yous and there's actual a couple more donations that came in recently I don't know if you know that or not there were a couple that came in over the last couple of days and I'm going to read those off right now so all together for Special Olympics of Illinois raised six thousand two hundred and twenty five dollars so I was let's do the math seven hundred and seventy five dollars short of seven grand but six thousand dollars six thousand two hundred twenty five dollars that is a ton of money so in the meantime though we did get some extra we did get some extra donators okay and i'm gonna start with the uh ones that i did not speak of at the time so marley pratt okay so marley pratt i knew i've known her now for six years okay marley she is a uh a doctorate of nursing She's a, a uh, advanced practicing nurse. Yes, an APR, and she's gonna kill me if I don't say it right. She's a nurse, uh, nurse practitioner, and she's in dermatology. And I got to meet her years ago when I was in dermatology sales. And her personality is just like a spitting image of mine. Her husband Josh is exact same. I only met him through her. And so is this the couple we're supposed to have dinner with? Yes, that we're we haven't done yet. Yes, we're gonna have dinner with them eventually, but. Since wrestling's over and volleyball is definitely slowing down, I think it's going to happen next weekend. We're going to have to take a look at that. But I did t- <laughs> talk to Josh about that. But yeah, so Marley, thank you so much, Josh. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your donation. Sam Halim, I've known Sam for years too. Uh, Sam donated just a, a tremendous donation. Thank you so much, Sam. My favorite name that I like to announce is Anonymous. Anonymous donated. They don't want to give their names, so that's why I put anonymous. <laughs> okay. So anonymous donated. Uh, Kate. Kate is uh, one of the ladies I work with. She donated. Thank you so much, Kate, for your donation. That came in a couple days ago. And 13 hours ago, Mr. Joseph Hallberg 
Really? He donated. Yeah. It was so cool. And he shot me a text apologizing. He didn't donate a time. I'm like, Joe, I'm just so thankful, period, that you're, you donated. And he goes, I totally forgot. But, Joe, thank you so much to the Hallberg family for donating to Special Olympics of Illinois. And that put me at $6,225 for the Gawkins Challenge. That's good. Yeah. I, I am just blown away. That's uh, over double what yeah. you made last year. Yeah, and not only that, but it's going to probably one of the best, you know, one of the best causes, you know, mm-hmm. helping the athletes of the Special Olympics, you know, have training, you know, training facilities, events. Did you know last weekend was the polar plunge too? Yes, I did know that. I did know that. And There's a lot of people that did that. Yeah, Bill's company raised $125,000 for That's a polar awesome. plunge, which so is big, just fantastic. Big weekend for Special Olympics. Huge weekend for Special Olympics. So... That's that. That was last weekend. This week was good. Had a little bit of traveling. Uh, we talked about meals and stuff. And now we are on to week four. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah, week four. And so that officially starts tomorrow. We end our meal plan today. Uh, training uh, starts, I would say the start of the new training cycle starts tomorrow for our fourth week of this, this lifting phase. And then we start with our new meals and stuff. And there is one of your favorite meals that was listed. What is that? Oh, the rainbow chili. And what's the rainbow chili? Um, it has butternut squash, peppers, celery. I just made it. It's made with ground beef. Um, there's a bunch of stuff in there. Oh, so we we uh, also have special. Rice. We have special ground beef too. Yes. And so we had that, that, uh, that we've used that the last couple of weeks. Yes. In November, we bought a quarter cow. That was the best thing ever. The best purchase ever. We we a family friend has a farm. They have livestock. We've talked about it for years, but we ended up doing it. And we got a deep freezer. Too. And, we, and we got a deep freezer out of it because <laughs> of the quarter cow. But the quality of meat that we oh, received it, it tastes so different. Yeah, like if you get store-bought beef now, it's like junk. I'm like, I don't want to eat this crap. This is junk mm-hmm. because we have a real... spoiled. Yeah, oh, my God. I can't... They're going to be doing a pig, too. So I got to let Joe know we got to get that pig. Yeah, we have freezer space. Yeah, but we're going to have to get more meat, more beef, though, too. But yeah, so we we cook it with just fresh ground beef. Literally, it was it was processed and uh, went right to our freezer. So we we've got that. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I I put all the makings together. I'm gonna put it in the uh, crock pot. Awesome. All day tomorrow to cook. Perfect. Well, that's that. That's an hour. How fast did that hour go of conversation? That fast. Went by pretty quick. Huge, huge thank you to Dr. Christopher Vittori uh, for coming through again, helping my feet. I was able to get the 48 miles, and if I didn't get the guidance from the doctor, doctor guidance from Christopher Vittori at Vittori <laughs> Foot and Ankle Specialist, but also huge thank you to uh, everybody else who said Epsom salt and provided the Epsom salt. So it was a, a team effort there. Uh, thank you so much, like I said, Vittori Foot and Ankle Specialist. Coach Jill, thank you so much once again for for helping Sarah and I and Kelly. Uh, we, t- we just released the Kelly episode uh, right before we recorded this one. Uh, thank you so much again for changing so many lives. Uh, you can find uh, Coach Jill at B3Fit is the website. 
And I think it's Coach Jill B3 or Jill B3 on Instagram. But I'll read all that off on the show credits of thank yous. Got anything else to add? No. Excited for a weekend? Yeah. We got a big birthday party tomorrow? Yeah. With a bunch of seven-year-olds and six-year-olds at a bowling alley? Yeah. It's going to be fun. And then Sunday, I don't think we have anything. We got Pi Day tomorrow. We have Pi Day at my mom's. And what's Pi Day? This is pretty cool. Um, It's 3.14. Um, that's and re- We're doing Pi Day with my mom in remembrance of my dad. He was a really big math person. So everyone's bringing their, their version of pie. And so your mom's asked all week. What kind of pie we're bringing? What kind of pie are we bringing? So what kind of pie are you bringing? I don't know yet. I, there wasn't many options at the store. So I'm going to bring moon pies, individually wrapped moon pies from the Little Debbies. And everyone's going to get an individually wrapped moon pie. <laughs> That's my contribution. Not like I'm going to be able to eat any of this stuff, but it's no, my contribution. No. Yeah, she's going to have pizza. And oh, boy. Yeah, this is going to be a challenge. Yeah, we're going to have to get some, either get extra steps in and really budget our other calories. Yeah. Because there's probably going to be no healthy options. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure (laughs) it out. Awesome. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. And everybody, have a good week. We will talk to you soon. That's it. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening once again to the Inspired Podcast. And my beautiful wife, Sarah, on. Uh, We recapped last couple weeks, recapped a lot of stuff, talked about Goggins Challenge and all the fun stuff. Hope everybody has a good week. Thank you so much again to Dr. Christopher Vittori of Vittori Foot and Ankle Specialist. Uh, thank you so much to Coach Jill over at B3 Fitness. And you have been working miracles, continue to work miracles with myself and so many of our family and friends with getting a lot of people in shape, getting a lot of people uh, helping with their getting life back. You can follow Coach Jill on the Instagram at Jill B3 Fit, Facebook Team B3 Fitness. You can also look her up on her webpage at fitb3.com. Follow me on the Big K Man, the Big K Man on the Instagram, and Spray Podcast on Instagram, and on Facebook at Spray. Thank you so much to Dr. Christopher Vittori at Vittori Foot and Ankle Specialist. Learn more about the podiatry services at Vittori Foot and Ankle Specialist. Use the online booking tool or call the office to book an appointment today by calling 708-273-7080, visiting them at VittoriFootClinic.com and liking and following their Instagram and Facebook pages. Hope you guys all have rockstar weeks. We'll talk to you soon.